I know I'm running short of time, and as I said before, it's better for me to share a word even if for 10 minutes, but you are fully reported. You know what is happening in Uganda, and you know what the ministry is doing. Now, I am going to share something about the heart problem. The heart problem. And I'm picking my, my scripture from the book of Proverbs, chapter 4 and verse 23. Proverbs, chapter 4 and verse 23. The heart problem. Let's begin from verse 20. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my saying. Do not let them depart from your, from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And health all, to all their flesh. Verse 23. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it springs all issues of life. For out of it springs all issues of life. The heart problem. When God created a man, he made sure that he, he put in him a, a center. And this is the inner man. The Hebrew word for heart is lev. The Greek word for heart is kadia, which means the inner man. The center of everything. The middle man. And the Bible says... This was Solomon who was speaking to his son. And he's saying, my son, above all things, keep your heart. It's easy for us to keep our homes. It's easy for us to keep our husbands and wives and families. And it is easy for us to keep our money safely in our banks. But it's very hard for us to keep our hearts. And he says, out of that heart, out of there, all issues of life spring there. Everything you need in your life springs from the heart. Just imagine the physical heart. The physical heart is the center of the body. It keeps sending blood to every vein, every cell, every minor cell of the body. And as it keeps pumping blood, it is sending life. To make even the hair stick to your, to your head. It is because of the heart. All issues pertaining the physical body is done by the, by the heart. And if the heart stops pumping, then you die. Everything stops functioning in your body. Spiritually speaking, the same to us, the same to me, if my spiritual heart Stops pumping, sending signals and sending life to my spiritual body, then I'm spiritually dead. And that's why Solomon is saying, My son, keep your heart with all diligence. Two people went to church. Just want to give you an example. Two people go to church. Maybe I can say John and Jessica. They go to church. John sits there. As the worship goes on, John is saying, Ah, oh, what a loud worship today. And as 
The preacher stands to preach. Johnny saying, oh, why does he waste 40 minutes preaching instead of 20 minutes? After the preacher, the pastor says, today we are going to take a love offering to support our mission work. Johnny says, oh, all the church needs is money, 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 money. Money-minded, money-minded, money-minded. That's John. At the end of the service, John says, Ah, oh, I will not come back again next, next Sunday. He hops into his car. He drives off. Now, that's John, Jessica. As the worship is going on, Jessica is moved by the words, the lyrics in the, in the song. She's moved by the words as the words are reflecting her life. As the preacher stands to to preach, Jessica says, wow, what a word today. It has blessed my life. The preacher says, okay, today we are taking a love offering. Jessica says, yes, it's good for me to honor God with my substance. At the end of the service, Jessica hangs around. She shares cups of tea with the people, shakes hands with the people, and, and she says, I can't wait for next Sunday. These are two people. Both of them went to church. But their hearts were different. Everything we receive, everything we hear is filtered by the heart. The heart is the filter. And Jessica went back home blessed. John goes back home sad. Why? Because his heart filtered things in the wrong way. And this is exactly what happens to everybody everywhere. You come to a service, we go to a service, we come out of the service with different perspectives. Oh, I wasn't blessed. What a wonderful service that was. Now, the Bible is saying, my son, all issues pertaining your life are from your heart. Be it spiritual, it's from your heart. I want to give you another example. And this is in First Kings. If you can open with me kindly. F- sorry, First Samuel, Samuel. First Samuel. Chapter 16, verse 3. The book of 1 Samuel, chapter 16, verse 3. The Bible says, Samuel 1, chapter, 3, chapter 16, verse 3. And Samuel said, how can I go if Saul hears it? He will kill me. But the Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you shall do. You shall anoint for me the one I, have, I, I named to you. So Samuel did what the Lord said, uh, said, and he went to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Do you come peacefully? Verse 5. And he said, Peace, peaceably, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to sacrifice. Now, this is the most important verse which, where I'm going to base. So it was when they, when they came that he looked at Eli- Eliab 
and said, surely this, the Lord's anointing is, the Lord's anointed is before him. This was a moment when Israel was going through a huge shift. The king Saul had taken Israel astray. So God was bringing a shift in Israel. And when he sent the prophet Samuel, he, he said, you are going to anoint king. And Samuel getting to the scene, here comes Eliab, the eldest son of Jesse. Samuel being a human being, he looked at a very strong man, energetic. And he said, yes, here comes God's anointing. And in most cases, that is the mistake we make as a human being. And before he anointed him, verse 7 says, but the Lord said, hey, come on, hang on, Samuel. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him. Wow. For the Lord does not see a man as a man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Samuel was going to make a mistake. He was looking at the physical, the stature, the appearance. But God stopped him said, Samuel, that is not the way kingdom things happen. Kingdom things don't work like that. Kingdom things work from inside out. I look at the inside. I am interested in somebody's inside. It was a huge shift. And God said, I have refused Eliab. Not because he was not able, but God had several reasons as to why he had refused Eliab. Friends, we make mistakes as human beings. We look, we, sometimes you can look at the physical. Sometimes you can look at the stature of somebody. And we, kick, we quickly want to anoint somebody as the king. God looks inside. Everything we do, all the life we have, everything flows from inside. The way you behave, that is the way your heart is. The way you are dressed this morning, that is your heart. You cannot dress beyond your heart. That is what is in you. The way you come and prepare your hair, that is you. Whatsoever is seen out of your body, is, that is what is in your heart. And that's why God says, I am interested in the heart. I am not interested in the body. Though I use the body to demonstrate what is in the heart. He uses the body to bring out what is happening. When the heart is angry, I mean, when the heart is angry, the body demonstrates. Argh. When the heart is happy, the body demonstrates by rejoicing and jumping. Why? Everything that happens outside begins from inside. And it is inside that God looks at and he is, he is interested there. God's center of interest is the inner man, the inner John, the inner Mike, the inner joy. That is God's center of interest. And that's why Solomon said, my son, keep your heart with all diligence. 
all issues of life, if, if, if it is ministry, all issues of your family, all issues of everything, they spring forth from your heart. Very, very important. If we can connect and align our heart with the Lord, with him, then he will say, yes. I remember the Bible saying that God chose David because David was a man out of God's own heart. People with God's own heart can make a difference. People who know that their heart matters, they can make a significance wherever they are. The problem is not education. The problem is the heart. The problem is not money. The problem is heart. The problem isn't anything. It is the heart. The reason why the LRA, Lord's Resistance Army in Uganda, were killing people, it was not because they wanted to kill people, but there was a problem in the heart. And that's why the heart must change. The heart, the heart must change. The heart must be transformed so that we can align ourselves with the will of God, with the presence of God, so that we can build his kingdom wisely. My son, keep your heart. Our translation say, guard your heart. Protect your heart. It is your work to protect your own heart. Pastor Mike, you will not protect your heart for you. You must protect your own heart. Nobody, your husband will not protect your heart. You must protect your own heart. And if you don't protect your own heart, then the Bible says, as, he, as God spoke to Eliab, he says, I have refused him. Wow. Can you imagine the Lord speaking to you one day saying, I have refused you. How do you feel? God does not want to refuse you. He, want to, he wants to accept you and he aligns alongside with you and so that together with him, you can make a difference in the hurting world. The problem is the heart. Remember why did God choose to use David? God had looked at David's heart. During when he was in the bush, looking after his father's ship, his heart was ready to fight. His heart was ready to, to face challenges. In the Christian walk, brothers, you'll face lots of challenges. In ministry, you'll face lots of challenges. As David goes to Pakistan, he's excited, but he has to get, he get, get ready to face challenges. He will, be faced, he will be faced by Muslims. And they will ask him, why has this Pakiha come here? You Pakiha, what are you doing here? You are changing our religion. There are challenges in ministry. But God does not look at the challenges. He looks at the, somebody's heart. Are you ready to face the challenges? Or your heart will melt. God had foreseen David's heart. 
And he knew that David's heart will not melt when he faces Goliath. <laughs> he knew that his heart will not melt. He knew that Eliab's heart will melt as soon as he sees Eli uh, Goliath. And that's why you see that they were hiding in the caves during the time of Goliath. Friends, your heart is important. My heart is important. God looks at that. God is interested in that heart. We've gone, last year we went through a great shifting, a great, great, great shifting, great challenges in the ministry. But as I said before, God is interested in the heart. Went through challenges as a ministry, as a church, as a family. We, it was a strong attack to our ministry. Two of our pastors who were on church discipline racing up against me with all lots of false accusations. You see, they were on discipline because they were, they, uh, uh, they were not proper working. They had some marital problems. Their families were disorganized, fightings, name them. Then we put them on discipline. So later on, they were not happy with what, they were hap uh, what was happening. So they say they thought that John is the problem. So they rose up against me with lots and lots of accusations, lots and lots of issues, lots and lots of issues that, that I know you heard, about, you, heard about, you heard about whatever was happening. And I'm here to say sorry, brothers. I'm sorry about whatever happened. And I apologize before you uh, that I... I, I, I might have made mistakes, but God knows my heart. He knows my heart. He sees my heart. I am not money-minded. I don't work for money. God knows that my heart that I can stand during the hot and the heat. So as the confusion went on, it rose up dust in the ministry, but the church was stable. And all the pastors were very stable. And they said, no, we know Pastor John. He is a father to us. We know his heart. That is what saved me. You see? But the aim was to tarnish my name, to tarnish the ministry, and to tarnish everything so that the ministry is gone. But God, who knew my heart, is doing a new thing. And I believe that God, Greater things are going to happen. That is what I believe in my heart. What happened is I was wise. I had to protect my heart. Whatsoever was happening, brother, there I received lots of arrows. Lots of arrows towards my heart. We went through lots of sadness with my wife, Jessica. We shed tears, real tears with my wife, Jessica. What is this? Why is all this happening? We shed tears. But at the end of the day, I thank God for my wife. She encouraged me. She told me, John, don't mind. God knows your heart. God knows why you are called. God knows what you are doing. He will fight for you. He will defend you. He will protect you. And he's going to rise a new level. And he's going to rise a new standard because he knows your heart. The problem is the heart, brothers. And soon as after that, that's why I was invited. 
to Australia to share about our ministry. I was paid for everything. They paid for me, my air ticket. Everything was paid for to here. I'm here. I didn't pay any money coming over. You see? But they paid for me from Australia. I said, come on, John. I have been working in five, not working, but traveling in five states in Australia. I was everywhere, Tasmania. I've been traveling there, sharing my heart. And all this came as a result of God knowing my heart. I protected my heart during the heat. And I came out without any blame. And God opened a door. And that's why I'm here to share with you, brothers. The problem is not God. The problem is not money. The problem is your heart and my heart. If we can align it with the word of God, we align it with the will of God. I tell you what, God will clear the dust and he will raise a standard for his own glory. When, as I finish, I will, find, I will, I will continue with this tonight anyway, but let, let, me just, let me just sum up this. When David, when David, Aligned himself and he and faced Goliath. People looked at him as young, but God looked at him as a mature fighter. A fighter, a man who cannot be teased or threatened by Goliath. God was seeing inside. People are saying, Oh, young boy, it doesn't matter who you are, your age, your education. What matters is your heart. This morning, what is your heart situation? How have you aligned your heart? Are you guarding your heart with all diligence or you are just joking, playing around? It is not a drama. It's business. It's kingdom business. Where we have to align ourselves and do the will of God and mean business and say, here we are, Lord. We open our hearts. We, I open myself for you. Use me. I guard my heart with all diligence because all issues of life spring forth from your heart. Your heart. Your heart and my heart.